Welcome to the Living Alive Podcast. I'm Autumn Shields, a Master Connect coach, speaker, author, and serial entrepreneur, and most importantly, your hostess here to help you live your life alive. See, I believe we all have the ability to feel and be guided by life's nudges to live on purpose. So I'm inviting you to take this journey with me. Whether you were here just wanting to dip your toe in the water and see what this is all about, or maybe you were ready to dive deep. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. On this show, you'll hear powerful life-changing stories from thought leaders of all walks of life that are stirring things up. We will guide you on living your life fully alive, how to identify the nudges, and why living a healthy lifestyle actually makes a difference. So get ready to be inspired, challenged, and connected because it's your time to make a splash. Hello, beautiful listeners. I hope this finds you well. So this week, I've been thinking a lot about choices and how choices can really help us live our life fully alive. We are inundated with choices daily from big ones, things like maybe going on that job interview or starting your own business to small choices, things as simple as what we choose to eat for the day. So I was thinking about who could I bring on the show to discuss choices. And one of my favorite people who loves to talk about choices is known as a change agent of magnitude for humans and animals of the world. She's actually an internationally acclaimed animal communicator, certified animal chiropractor, and certified access consciousness facilitator. She's the owner and operator of a thriving practice in Golden, Colorado called Animal Magic Care. However, today she hopped on this show to discuss choices as humans. You do not want to miss this empowering session. I would love to introduce my very good friend, Dr. Andy Harper. Hi there. Thank you for having me. It is so good to be with with one of my favorite people in the whole wide world and bring you to this audience. And I know they're going to be learn, you know, learn so much and be challenged. And um, I'm just excited to jump into this conversation. So I asked Dr. Anna to be on the show today because I actually was listening to her show a few weeks ago and her show is called Dr. Andy's world radio show. And you can find that on any platform where you listen to podcasts, but I was listening to her show And because I always pick up little treasures and it's just fun to hear from like-minded people. And you were talking about choice and I was like, oh my goodness, I love this topic, but I love, um, I haven't covered this on the show yet because I guess we were just waiting to hear from you really. But I love that number one, you made a choice to live your life alive and not only help people, but obviously help tons of different animals But when you were talking about choice, I was like, we have to have fun and have you on and talk about choice and how does choice really affect us from living our lives truly alive. So give us a little insight about what your perspective is and your point of view about choices. Uh, Choices. That was one of my favorite shows this past season. And it's called Dr. Andy's World because we don't just talk about animals. Most of what I talk about is animals and our relationships. And that show was Choice Creates. And what choices are you making that are always the same ones that keep you stuck where you actually don't even want to be? But you're there because it's 
comfortable. And I think that show, we were talking about the big poo pile, right? <laughs> and yeah. how often do you stay with the same choices because you're comfortable with the regular old same poo pile instead of being the uncomfortable different choices that maybe you've always wanted to do, but you never see anybody else choose them. Um, your family is not big on choosing anything beyond the poo pile. Your, your job doesn't let you choose beyond that poo pile. And what if it doesn't have to be those big life, life-changing choices? What if you could start with the small choices? Um, small choices like instead of getting upset and frustrated about anything, you ask a question. And what if that question is, what else is possible here? And allowing things to show up. You know, a lot of our choices also kind of align with how much of this can we control so we know what's going to happen. And when you do control so you know what's going to happen, even though you know what's going to happen is not any more fun or anything you actually, or the direction you actually want to go in, but you choose it because it's comfortable and you control it because it's comfortable. What if you actually have to ask that question, change the energy, choose something else before you see what can change? Like you don't know what that choice is going to create until you choose it. And what if those little choices like what else is possible today could change everything? Because what if that you don't have control over that. You don't have control what's going to show up in your life. And what if that and those choices change everything? Because um, you had mentioned, um, you know, we feel like all of our choices have been taken away from us, right? Or we don't have as many choices. I certainly don't have as many choices in concerts to go see this summer. Um, not my favorite part of COVID. Or not as many choices to travel. But what if we can actually create beyond that with what you would like your life and living to be like now? What if we can be bummed about the concerts? And what, it, what choice have you always wanted to make that you've never made before that is now more available because of what I've, I, I talk about on the show as pandemic, the pandemic of possibilities? What if we actually have more choice now? I love the creativity that is coming out of people because of this. Yeah, we had to, we had to, well, we didn't have to, but many of us shifted and, and changed and pivot. Heard that word everywhere, right? Shifted and changed and pivot. And what, what now? What else? Where can we go now? Um, you know, what these companies have chosen to step up and provide for us because now that we're all on online all on online can't say there's way too many words there um all online now there we go right like okay cool so you can't do the same thing you can't sit in your by your same poo pile what choice do you have available now and what if it is simply what else is possible now and see what shows up what if you like so many people i have a book to write what if you actually did that project that's always been in the back of your mind. And what, what if that creates something else? Um, what did you always want to do with the kids that now you are present for? What did you always want to do with your animals that you are not present for? That you're not, you don't have, what if what's gone is all the distractions? 
And now what can you choose? Yes, that's been so fun to explore without all the distractions around what is right in front of us. Sometimes these things appear good or bad or however we want to judge it, but it is fun just to play with them. And I remember 15 years ago, over 15 years ago now, um, when you started with Access Consciousness and um, kind of led me into this space, which has been life-changing, I know, for both of us. And um, if you have not heard of Access Consciousness, Andy will at the end tell you how to learn more about that. But I remember I would say something that was maybe complaining and you would say, I know, but what else is possible? And I'm like, no, I'm trying to tell you a story. Like, you're not listening to me. I'm trying to complain about this. And you're like, I know, but what else is possible? I'm, I'm like, there's, it's not what else is possible. This just happened. Like, I'm just trying to tell you a fact. And you're like, I know, but what else is possible? And I remember learning how to step into that space. And one thing that helped me a lot with those choices of just being open to what else is possible is that I had to learn that I could hold on to whatever it was I was needing to hold on to and still create space for what else is possible. I didn't have to completely surrender one thing for the next thing to step in. And I, so I started learning. Um, and I, I heard a, a different podcast today that was talking about grief and somebody had lost their mother. And he was talking about all the gratitude around him lose the loss of his mother. And people are like, how can you be so grateful and sad at the same time. And sometimes we think, well, we have to act a certain way or feel a certain way or um, make a choice because, and it has to be one thing. And I think that's one obstacle that I had in thinking what else was possible is that either I was trying to control the situation, which was most of the time, um, and, or I only knew so many outcomes. And so that's, our brain really can't create what it's never seen. And so for just asking that simple question, what else is possible you have to create that space into the unknown. And that's scary. It's just like you said, it doesn't have to be this huge, big life thing, but just learning to practice in a little way. Yeah. The practice in a little way, because most of us do call it scary. They do call it, I'm afraid. And the choice creates part is you don't know what that, what is going to be created until you choose and how many of us try to figure it all out first, right? That controlling factor again, or figure it out. And if I choose this, like you said, there's only, I only know so many outcomes. So it's going to be X, Y, or Z, right? But what if there's actually a gazillion different outcomes that could be gifted to you if you made the choice and that created whatever it created? And what if you can just keep choosing? We are never shown that in this reality. You know, when you're in high school, what do you want to do? What college do you want to go to? What do you want to major in? What do you want your job to be like for the next 50 years? Who do you want to, if you go on a third date, you know, you're marrying that girl, you know, or boy or whatever, but there's not a lot of room for choices in this reality or yeah, I tried that. I didn't like that. I'm going to try this now. What if we started just, I'm going to try some stuff and see what happens. We don't even have to use fancy words, you know, let's try some stuff. Let's see what happens. Um, and what if we just started there? I'm going to try learning the guitar. Let's see what happens. Like, it doesn't have to be the huge life-changing choices, like those big five that we have, right? You know, college, job, marriage, like I just mentioned, or whatever. And I love what you brought up about being grateful and being sad. Because we also have this point of view in this reality that you can only be one thing. Or I'm always a jerk. Or she's always... I don't know, you know, whatever, but you, you come up with this identity and that's 
all you can ever be. And what if that's not true either? Like, what if you truly could be so grateful for that life you spent with that person and be so sad that they're not in that body anymore? And what if you can be more than one thing all the time? And what if that's also choice? What if you get to actually choose how you're going to be in every situation from now on? Not what anybody ever expects you to be, but you choose it. And so this is where choice is like, not just those big things like, I can't go to summer concerts this summer. It's, it's everywhere. It's how you be in all situations. And what if you always have choice? And what if the biggest one is what if you always choose to be happy? And what if being happy is a choice? And what could that now create? Even in the midst of a pandemic, lockdown, rioting, whatever else is going on in your city, state, country, you can still choose to be happy. And what could that create for you and everybody around you? What if they're waiting for you to take the lead, to be happy? And what if you being happy allows them to be happy? And what if that's being the leader in your life? Yes. Amen. That is the ripple effect about why I believe living your life alive is so important because yes, I mean, who doesn't want to live their life fully alive and, and choose happiness, but it's the ripple effect of how that affects other people. And I want to pause because I think it's a brilliant point. And I think it's very easy for people to kind of hear and run over it is that when we make that choice, whatever it is, we don't have to know the steps. And so I think a great example that you brought up next is happiness. Because I could find, I don't know how many, 200, 300 books on how to be happy, right? We're all seeking happiness, especially in America. It's just this thing. We're supposed to be happy all the time. And then we don't know how. So then we have steps or we have recommendations or I don't know, what, whatever makes us happy. So what, we keep working on these steps. We keep working on studying or steps or learning and all of these things instead of choice, because I'm not really allowed to make a choice until I figure it all out. Like I can't be happy or I can't make a choice until I have all the facts. And what's great about this point of view is to be able to choose that and create space around it because, so if I choose to be happy, even though I have only done step number one, 12 and 32, I skipped some of the other chapters somehow and I choose happiness and I create that space around it, what's amazing is watching what else showed up to surround and support that choice versus me having to go in order of the steps to get there and figure it all out and understand it all and know it all. Because that's where I think we all get stuck. So many of us get stuck in those, that step in that process. And so you're saying a choice is simply that it's a choice is. And I, I love that point you just brought up that once you choose it, what else is going to show up to support you? What else is going to show up so you have an awareness of what your next step is? What else will show up? Because the figuring it out and doing the ABC and then the one, two, three, the how of the world, right? How often has the how stopped, stopped you in your tracks, right? Like, I don't know how, so I'm not going to do anything. I don't know how to be happy. Nobody else is happy. Um, People that even claim that they might be happy aren't really happy. The world's not happy, so how could I choose to be happy? And what if you just did? No matter what it looked like and no matter what it took, you just chose to be happy. And then what shows up to support you in that? 
And then who shows up to support you in that? And then what? And then what? And then what else is possible? And all that is external. You know, we look for happiness external. Well, if traffic's light today, I'll be happy. If my food comes on time, if I can go to the grocery store in under an hour at these days anymore, you know, if my partner notices what I'm wearing or I got my hair done, whatever it is, is that, you know, we look for all these external cues for choices and to support our choices, right? So if I made a choice, I'm going to run around in my external world to find people to support that choice instead of being wide open. So I remember when I first would complain about something or limit something in my speech or my thoughts. And you'd say, what else is possible? But then I also learn, I'd be like, okay, I'm getting this. So as I expanded and started celebrating and making choices, I'd say, Andy, there's amazing things going on and blah, blah, blah. And I was excited about it. And you're like, uh-huh, what else is possible? I'm like, no, no, no. I'm telling you something <laughs> really great. And what is so, what's great about this concept, it doesn't matter if you're whatever place you're in or whatever emotion or mindset is that asking whatever, what else is possible and understanding choice. It's just beyond life-changing. Yes. And you, and you won't know what's going to change. Yeah. And what else is possible is when you are at an hour and a half in that grocery store, what else is possible here? You know, you find a diamond bracelet on the street. What else is possible here? You don't stop. (laughs) How many times do people hit a limit and then they stop? Oh, it can't get any better than that. Well, you just killed the energy. Don't do that. (laughs) Yes. It's what else is possible here? Even if you won the $300 million lottery, what else is possible here? Come on. What if choice? What if our ask? What if we just keep asking? Like, what if that's what the planet's really asking for? What if we actually need to ask for more? And I don't know what that looks like. And that's exciting to me. Most people are like, oh my God, I need to know. But that's exciting to me. What if now is the time to ask for more and contribute more and create more? That's going to work for everyone, including the planet. That's where I think we are right now. And how many more people are just going to choose to be happy? And just creating that space because a lot of times what our mind can't see, or maybe I've never experienced it, or I've never been there, or I've never met that person or those people or whatever it is, whether it's a job or location, I can only see or imagine what has been presented to me. So for me, just to say what else is possible and be open to it, imagine what is going to appear that I have no idea. And that's the exciting part too, is that maybe I can't totally envision everything right now, or maybe I can have a vision board, or maybe I do have goals about where I want to be or go, but what else is possible? What's beyond that, that I can't even see right now. Yeah. And, and what if all of that stuff and you just add that line, what else is possible to it? It keeps the energy moving. I know you touched on this, but can you really talk about how control plays in to choice and how that might be holding somebody back from fully living their life alive? Oh my, well, I am a control freak of magnitude. Um, Most people that are not out there running their own business and really out in the world, they are control freaks of magnitude. And yet I know I can't control everything and I can't control other people. So how much energy are you using that is sucking the life out of you, trying to control all kinds of circumstances and all kinds of people and trying to predict 
everything that could possibly maybe happen so it nobody get you know even as I'm talking about it you feel like you're headed down into an energy suck of a rabbit hole like how much energy do you use trying to make sure everything goes the way you think you want it to go and be the same and how often do we try to control everything to stay the same although is any two days exactly alike and what if controlling to greater or allow and or allowing the change to occur actually this it gets a little gets a little much I, I didn't expect to go down this road but what if allowing all of that to change actually allows you more control on what you would like to create and a lot less energy going out to making sure everything stays the same. I think people are mostly interested in controlling everything to stay the same and so afraid of change, all the while always changing. So it's kind of the opposite of what, it's kind of wacky, right? It's kind of mind-boggling how much energy we spend on the controlling to keep everything the, cha- to keep everything the same, although everything changes all the time. And what if it's those people that are embracing the change that are having a good time right now? And again, what if that's just a choice to go, hey, what's it going to take to embrace the change today that will shift it for you? Because whenever you ask a question, it shifts the energy. Yes, I love that. And I, it's so funny. You still say the word change and including me, sometimes I just cringe. And I had a mentor that used to say, the only one that likes change is a dirty a baby with a dirty diaper. <laughs> and everybody else resists it. Even though we pray for it, we wish for uh-huh. it, spend money on it, we will do anything for change, but then we cling to it. And I've always said one thing I respect about the weather is I can't control it. I think mm-hmm. I can control a lot of other things in my life, but not the weather. Then I just realized I have no control over any parts of my life, really. Um, because we think we, you know, I mean... I want to think that I have some control so I can have that cause and effect, right? But that's not mm-hmm. how it really is. That's just silly. But one, it is such a great thing and that it is funny that once you let go of that control and all that energy that you put in and finally release and just let it go and step into the unknown space of what we have not seen or have not experienced, what shows up? And if you just play with that, it's so much fun like somebody that's been in the same career for 30 years and says, you know what? I know this isn't working for me. And they cling and cling onto it. And then all of a sudden they say, you know what? I'm going to, even though it's scary, I always say that net will appear. And that net, you know, when you jump off that cliff, I'm not telling anybody to like go quit their job or relationship or whatever. But once they jump, just the willingness to do that, it's so fun to see what shows up because it's usually so much better than you could have ever imagined or dreamt yourself. Absolutely. And that living your life alive, what if it has more to do with your willingness? And I use that word a lot with people. What if you're willing to change jobs? I'm like, I didn't say you had to do it. I said, what if you're willing to? What if that shifts the the energy enough so you you get a little peek of what else is possible there. But that willingness to embrace change, what if you just got willing to embrace change? You don't, you don't actually have to embrace it. You don't even have to like it. But what if you get to the willingness of it? 
because you always have choice. But that willingness is an amazing word and it's an amazing energy that I think is not talked about enough. Like what is, what if you just had a willingness to just say yes to everything that day, whatever it was, you know, who knows? See what happens. And then you could say no later, but what, or you don't do it. But what if you were willing to say yes? I, what if you're just willing to say yes to your life? And what if that starts the energy moving? And then maybe in two days, you actually say yes to something you normally wouldn't have said yes to. But what if it's that willingness to live your life alive? Let's start there. Yeah. Let's just start. We got to start. Yes. Start and play with it. Have some fun with it. We don't have to talk about big careers or, big or whatever, but just the willingness. You know, we're not saying, you know, the willingness to lose everything, to gain everything, not that big. But just to play with the willingness of what if, what if, just have fun with it. Exactly. How much fun is all of this? Yeah. So one of the, one of my favorite questions from Access is what if the purpose of life is to have fun? That's it. What if? What if? I mean, overcomplicate it and make things, struggle through it and. Yes, everything has to be so significant so it proves whatever proving needs to be proved. I don't know. Instead of, well, this is fun. I'm going to play with this. A lot of it is just the story we want to tell ourselves and the story we want to live. Yep. So, um, of course, I can talk to you like this for days on I know, right? (laughs) Um, But I know everyone is wanting to connect with you on social media. Where can people find you, find your show, find more about your offerings. And um, you guys, if you have an animal or a love for animals, you will fall even more in love with Dr. Andy. The work she does with animals is, and of course their owners is, I don't even like the word owners. I don't know if we own animals, but um, they the own humans, us. Yeah. The humans that hang out with the animals mm-hmm. there you um, go. that usually buy the food um, is, you know, you're going to fall in love with the work that she does around animals. So um, make sure that you check her out. But Annie, where can people find you? Um, Simply my website is drandysworld.com. There's a lot of information there. There's podcasts there of Dr. Andy's World. I do have a hands-on animal chiropractic practice in the Denver area in Colorado if you are local. Um, Otherwise, I do uh, phone facilitation. Um, You can you can see it there. It's called Let's Chat. We're just going to have a chat. We're going to take the significance off. And yes, I've gotten to play with dogs for the last 18 years, 17 years, whatever it is. But it's really, truly the owners. Again, I call them pet parents. And my target is to have thousands and thousands of empowered, tens of thousands, empowered pet parents on the planet that are asking questions and really changing and communing with their relationship with their animals. Um, So this is a very different place to hang out. Um, so if you like different, um, and you, and you love your animals, you might want to check it out. And I'm on Facebook at Dr. Andy Harper is my page. Awesome. And then can you tell us a little bit about access consciousness? Oh yes. My, my, I use a lot of tools in process. I use a lot of tools and processes from access consciousness within my facilitation with the animals and their people. Um, And Access Consciousness has been around for 30 years. It was founded by Gary Douglas. Um, You might have come across Dr. Dane here. He's the co-creator. But it is the wildest, wackiest stuff that will change any 
part of your life that you think you're having a problem in and beyond. And when I found it, I don't know, a decade ago or whatever it was, it literally saved my life because I had actually gone to chiropractic school. I was in relationship. I had my practice with animals and I was still miserable. And I'm like, I just did everything I was supposed to do in this reality and I'm not happy. And access showed up and these tools showed up. And that information we kind of went over today, like I can just choose to be happy. <laughs> like, and how do I handle all the energy of the animals and the people? Um, but it is an amazing body of work. I use a lot of that um, with the animals in my practice. And you can get more information at accessconsciousness.com. Awesome. It's definitely changed my life and the tools that um, it's provided in my life. So thank you for that introduction and thank you for being a huge part of that. So thank you for your time. We know you're extremely busy and um, just thank you so much for speaking to more people and being you in the world. Thank you, darling. This was fun. Yes. So if you guys, um, I'll put all of this in the show notes so you can find Dr. Andy Harper soon. Thank you so much, dear. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. And regardless of where you are in life, rather you're feeling like you're a passenger in your own life and just trying to get through the day, or you feel like a boat tied up to a dock because maybe you're just too scared to set sail, or maybe you're out there rocking the open seas. I would love to connect with you on your journey. So please find me at autumnshields.com and or on social and say hello. If you would like a complimentary guide on living alive, visit the site and it is there waiting for you. And remember, good friends don't keep great messages to themselves. So keep the ripples moving and share this episode with your friends. Please take a moment to review or download this episode where you listen to podcasts. Make today the day you decide to live fully alive and leave some room for the unimaginable. So until next time, my friends, keep following the nudges.